1: Life goes up and it goes down
2: I know my mom taught me that I figured why we fool around So little And we keep track of time Being so serious Idiots Hi bestie pants. pants Hi 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 And welcome to Roller Rollercoasting I'm your host, Megano Guys is this episode 13? Unlucky number check. But luckily for you, I'm still here, and I personally think you're in for a very fun episode. So, you might have noticed in the last episode, I was like, should I do a boyfriend episode? And see, the more I thought about it, the more I thought that is an amazing idea. This is going to be fucking hilarious. I might be in a long term relationship, guys, but don't let that fool you. I have been around the block. In total, I've had six boyfriends. So I thought it would be downright hilarious to go into detail about all my boyfriends, my love life experiences. But for their safety, all boys have been given a new name to hide their true identity. Don't worry, boys. I've got your back. Let's go. So, boyfriend number one. We're going to start with him. That would make the most sense. I had my first ever boyfriend when I was in primary six. So, I think that would have made me 10, maybe 11 years old. (coughs) for the purpose of this episode and podcast and his safety let's call him Logan. So Logan was other in the other class so my primary school was quite big so I think there was two primary six classes so we weren't all in the same class we didn't all know each other that well obviously but I loved how mysterious this was. Logan was gorgeous he had this really dark dark hair and bonus he had a red mullet Mullet, mullet. Oh yes, he was really, really tanned. His eyes were blue, like the pools I would see on my family holidays to Salou. Honestly, who knows how we became girlfriend and boyfriend? Because I genuinely don't think we ever actually spoke in person. Apart from him asking me out, I think like that took place in the playground, and I had like my few girlfriends friends around me. They weren't even like friends really, because I was like so shy. But anyway, I was starting to kind of come out my shell at this point, so I had like some of the girls around me, and he had all the boys around him because he was a popular man, and he asked me out, and I'm pretty sure I was like. Yeah, and I ran away, and everyone's like, "Ah!" Like as you do in primary school, it's such a weird flex. But anyway, I fell deep. Oh my god, was I obsessed with na- new hunk. So we get the ball rolling. Obviously, we exchange numbers. I'm pretty sure it was his friend that gave me his number, um, but I had a samsung at the time it was lilac it's like a slidey phone i don't know what it was called but you know it was those one that's like a screen and a couple of buttons and you slide it up and then there's like a keypad behind it that's what it had and it was Look, obv um we probably only exchanged like four texts a day unfortunately logan was not the best texter uh we still continued to blatantly know each other in the playground at break time and lunch time in school but i thought It's time to take our relationship to the next level via text. Obviously. I honestly remember this so vividly, right? So I'm sat, we lived in my old house at the time, I'm sat in my, at the time, Hello Kitty bedroom. It was actually it was actually really cool it was decked out Hello Kitty like Hello Kitty rug Hello Kitty bedding Hello Kitty toys Hello Kitty pillows Hello Kitty bin Hello Kitty curtains It was really Hello Kitty Uh, but I was sitting on my bed right my mum's with me I'm telling her all about Logan my new boyfriend how we're gonna grow up get married have kids blah 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 and I'm sitting on my phone and I'm ready to text him. So at the time, Samsung had, like, I suppose their version of, like, emojis or gifts or whatever. And I remember scrolling, like, what one will I send them? And this one appeared and I thought, that's the one. It was, like, a wee, a wee stick man almost. But he had, like, a wee, like, a coloured in white head, right? It was bald. He had, like, a green long sleeve top on blue trousers which were probably like jeans or something and he was holding a heart a pink heart and the heart would like pulse and I thought what way could I better show my love to Logan than to send this man so I'm sitting my heart's going my mum's like just send it just send it and I was like right okay 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 and honestly in the craziness of it all I pressed send my heart was pounding me and my mum sat there just patiently waiting on his reply I thought I wonder what one he's going to send me Logan's going to think whoa my girlfriend is oozing with confidence and I love it but some time passed quite a lot of time passed time was getting on and my mum announced bedtime after all I was up for school in the morning and he hadn't replied I had to turn my Samsung off I had to brush my teeth. I had to go to sleep. I tossed and I turned and it was a horrible, horrible feeling in my gut started to creep in. And I actually think that was that. I don't think he ever replied, like ever, ever, ever. I'm pretty sure, no, actually, I know, he got his friend to dump me. I was broken. I'd literally pictured my full life of Logan. I'd pictured our gorgeous babies with blue eyes and then it was gone. Like, pfft and it was gone all because of that MAN emoji thing Samsung I'd actually pay serious money to get those phones and those text messages back actually imagine the laugh we'd have if I could film a YouTube video reading through all those text messages it'd be actual comedy gold but on a serious note um, me and Logan we got over it we actually went to the same high school became quite friendly he's a very sound lovely boy We just weren't meant to be. So, we're moving on to boyfriend number two. I may have been 10 and 11 years old, but I knew exactly what I needed to get over Logan a rebound! Oh, 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 oh. Guys, you'll need to forgive me if the timeline's a bit wrong. Um, obviously, this was over a decade ago, so my memories are perhaps a little rusty. But we moved into Primary 7, I'm sure, and the classes all kind of merged I don't know how that worked I think some people how unlucky is this by the way I'm pretty sure I was in the primary seven class right and all the kind of sound primary seven people get put in that and then some people got put into like a composite class which is like primary six slash seven that's right unlucky for your last year of primary school but anyway we got moved into this new class and there was new boys oh yeah lucky we got oh, away eh? But one particular cheeky chappy caught my eye. Let's call him Ethan. You could say Ethan was kind of similar to Logan. He was tanned. He had dark hair. You could also say they were best friends. <coughs> oh, Savage Megano! Right, if I'm being totally honest with you, because you know what? You're my roller coaster rider. We're best friends. I know you can keep this a secret. If I'm being really, really honest, I don't think I was ever over Logan. I did. I did kind of wish Ethan was Logan, but I do. It did a trick, right? And the good thing with Ethan, he didn't. The good thing he didn't. That's one of my best pals. The good thing with Ethan was, was there was no games. It was straight up. It put all his eggs in one basket, and he thought this shit. The sun shined out my ass, But well, it sure does. But I was a wee bit like, like humming and hawing about the whole thing. Like it wasn't as easy me to picture life with Ethan as it was for me to picture life with Logan you know but Ethan I remember he gave me a lot of love on people perhaps too much oh as girls we never want a nice man Anyway, at this point, quite a lot of people were coupled up, like serious Love Island vibes in Primary Seven at St. Monica's. And we had a couple of romantic group meetups at the local swing park. (laughs) Here, pretty frisky things took place. Oi oi. So I remember there was probably about eight of us, right? So maybe four couples We're all awkward, we're all shy and we'd set like dares or tasks, if you will. And the first task was to hold each other's hands, like the couples were to hold hands for say a millisecond. I certainly wasn't the first to do it. Are you serious? Like, come on, I had class. I could contain myself, but I did do it. A quick... Grasp of the hand, let go again, and I literally walked home right after. Like, seriously, there was no like, oh, this is nice, or oh, okay, see it's school tomorrow, Ethan. It was just like grasp hand, let go, walk home. I remember the fear I had walking home. I was feared up that my mum and dad would find out about this scandal. Imagine if they knew what their primary seven-year-old child is up to at the local swing park. Oh, scandalous! <laughs> I go to school the next day and it is weird how quickly news can fly. It really didn't take long for the rumours to start. Well, they weren't actually rumours because it was true. Everybody, like everybody, even the teachers, knew that we held hands. And see, to be honest, I was mortified. I think a lot of the others involved kind of liked it, kind of owned it, felt like it gave them some swag points, but not me. I was, do you know what? I was ashamed of myself. But guys... It doesn't stop there. It does not stop there. Another meet-up was arranged at the swing park. And talk on the playground was this meet-up was going to involve kissing. Kissing. I was petrified. I wasn't ready for that. I was a baby. I still kiss my cuddly toys to bed. But then I was like, I can't not go. Everyone's going to think I'm weird. Ethan might dump me. So I went. It was the exact same setup at the swing park. Everyone's there in their relationship, ready to take it to the next level. This one felt more intense because we we knew what was about to happen. And then that was it, folks. Our relationship plateaued here. We never did make it to the next level. And honestly, thank God considering I was a child. I'm pretty sure we made it through summer though. And then when we started high school, <laughs> he dumped me. Because there were so many pretty new girls. Aw, Ethan. I took a few years off the dating scene, the boy scene. I was a single Pringle. I was living life in high school. But when I was in third year, my next boyfriend, let's call him Richard, Richard caught my eye. He was near above and I felt crazy. An older man? Okay. Again, not entirely sure how this one came about. Probably like Facebook Messenger. But I was 15 by this time. So I was no, there was no more kid shit. We were going on Dates. So I remember, I think our first date, I think we only had two dates, but our first date was to the cinema. And I was like, right stressed about my outfit. I was like, come on, first date of my life. Like, this is going to need to be, <laughs> this outfit is going to need to be bang tidy. So I borrowed my friend at the Times, Navy Hollister polo shirt. Uh huh. And I dug out my only worn at the weekend, Burgundy Vans. Oh, lucky Richard. So we go to the cinema. I can't remember what it was to see. I've got a feeling it might have been Hunger Games. Uh, but I remember sitting down, the movie starting, the trailer's on, and I thought, whew, we don't need to speak. Neither of us had any chat. Well, honestly, it was not just me. It, it was Richard too. So obviously I've heard of all this malarkey. Like, you know, you'd see it on Disney Channel, like when when, when Miley goes on a date, like the the date will, like, pretend to yawn and put their arm over you and cuddle in so I was very aware that this could happen so I can remember I kept doing like side eye like if you could see me right now like my eyes are really over at the side so I didn't want to like blatantly turn my head then I know I'm looking at him and that's embarrassing you're supposed to be watching the movie so I kept doing this side eye to see if he was going to do it or to see if he was looking at me but no and honestly probably for the best scene is how I was the most awkward turtle in the sea the next date, and I believe our final date, was his brother's birthday, right? So it was in like a widowed cuisine buffet place. So it was his brother's birthday. So his brother had like some friends there and then Richard's family were there, like his mum, dad's gran and then obviously Richard. And he was like, Do you wanna come? and I thought, Oh god, this is like <laughs> This is moving fast, like meeting the parents. Like, okay, Richard, (laughs) slow down, eh, Ricky? But anyway, I go, right? And again, the outfit, I was like, right, come on, we need to step up again. We're meeting the family. So I looked out my gold, and I remember this outfit so well, my gold disco pants from Bank Fashion. Remember those? Yeah, there's a throwback. And I had this like Aztec kind of cropped up, cheeky cheeky from New Look on. Right, so we go. I'm so nervous. I'm, I can see them standing at the door. I'm so nervous. My heart's going, get to them. We will sit down. I can't even remember if I sat next to Richard. <laughs> I think I might have been that awkward that I didn't even place my ass next to his. What a disgrace. And we're at this world cuisine and I am the fussiest of fussy ears and I thought oh my god I'm right out of my comfort zone here. There's curries, there's passes, there's pizzas. I thought Christ what on earth am I going to eat? Settled tree plate of chips and then everyone's going up for round two and I thought oh god here I go again. I just thought, we'll play it safe, we'll go over the chips again. Then it came to dessert and everyone's getting all this ice cream, all this sauce, all these sprinkles. And I thought, oh, no, 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 no. So then I just pretended that I was into chocolate fountains. So I start putting some marshmallows on a stick, putting them under the fountain, Let everyone else. I didn't even like melted chocolate. I was the fussiest eater of all time. So... Everyone was probably picking up on my weird eating habits And the whole time I kid you not I don't think I even looked in Richard's direction I just made awkward shy chat of his mum What the hell? Richard must have been mortified You're probably listening, thinking to this, well, you clearly didn't like Richard. Guys, I did. I fancied to pants off Richard and would would always FaceTime, but get this, when we'd FaceTime, I would like sit my phone on my bed, facing the ceiling, so he couldn't see my face. And I remember he'd be like, you're really shy. At first it was kind of like, you're so shy. And it was like, you are so shy. And guess what happened? Guess I got dumped, yes, I got dumped. That's a hat trick of being dumped. How impressive, eh? But I was too shy, that was the cold hard truth. There was clearly no chemistry either. And poor Richard, I don't don't even think Richard ever got a hug. Never mind kiss. So I take another year off the dating scene. I realised that I should probably be willing to kiss someone on the lips before I take them off the market again. So, sometime passes, I had my first kiss through a game of dares, a classic, and I felt ready for an ex-man. But who would have thought it would have been Peter? Let's call him Peter. I'd known of Peter my whole life. Again, he was in the year above. Oi, oi, chiki, chiki. Uh, But he went to my primary school as well, and I always thought it was very easy on the eye. I actually think me and Peter got chatting on the commute home from school. He was so tall. I loved it. He had nice dark hair and he was dead manly looking, which I loved. Like, hubba, hubba, hunky, hunky. And honestly, Peter was an absolute gent. Like, I cannot fault this boy at all. So he wanted to take me on a date. Right, I was like, oh, here we go again. Right. OK, but I'm prepared. I know how to go. Let's do this thing. And he wanted to take me to the cinema. So we get there, I think we got the bus there, Uh, obviously we're young and can't drive, so I think we get the bus to the cinema, we get there, and it was only accepting card, sorry card, and both of us only had the cash our mums had given us, because we didn't work in. and I was like, you're joking, like, I'm so nervous as I'm feeling awkward, and then they just throw a spanner in the works, just like that, so I was like, oh god, that's a whole day off, like, this is awkward, but then he was like, why don't we just go to another cinema? I was like right okay if i in my head how are we going to get there like I'm not asking my dad for a lift and bringing Peter in the car that's so awkward but he's like right we can just get a taxi like I can pay for it and I was like right okay okay so we get a taxi and I felt so nervous so shy that the whole journey I sat and played The Sims on my phone I actually remember him sitting like can I kind of chuckling kind of giggling and must have been thinking what the actual fuck is she doing I took her on a date I'm paying for this taxi and she's sitting playing The Sims not to add she is 16 years old poor Peter should have paid me there and then but it gave me a shot. I told you, he's an absolute gentleman. So when we finally get to the next cinema, all's good, buy ticket, fuel, we're in. So we went to see a Zac Efron movie. Uh, I can't remember if it was Bad Neighbours or the one that granddad's in, can't mind. But it was actually so funny and we're poor laughing and we kind of made eye contact a couple times and I was like, right, whew, I feel at ease. I feel giddy, like we're all good. And I think the, um I think the day ended with a hug. <laughs> no dares, no force, just, just a hug. It felt right. You'll never believe this, guys, but I was actually with Peter for a few months, I reckon, and get this, I went to his house. Yeah, although I did have this thing where... A, I either wouldn't let myself pee at all or I would let myself pee once. Sometimes I didn't let myself pee at all because his room was like downstairs so I'd have to pass his family which I was just felt dead awkward about. Or if I did let myself pee, I certainly wasn't going again because then he'd be like, why is she peeing so much? Don't know, just overthinking as usual. And I simply refused to eat his house because then I was like, well, he's going to see how fussy of a eater I am and that's just an awkward conversation I don't want to have with him or his mum. Guys, we kissed, proper kiss—that I'm talking tongues and everything, sorry mum and dad, several times, it was crazy, I know, I know, and I really, really felt in my womanhood either, era, but unfortunately for Peter, that's as far as I was willing to go, I think I was very much in the mind frame of no sex before marriage back then. And guys, as much as Peter is an absolute gentleman, like seriously, I only have good things to say about that boy, like really, really lovely, lovely soul. We did start to realise maybe we aren't soulmates. Like he's really clever and I'm um and me and i don't know we just had different interests like we watched different things and you know it just it just wasn't going to work so we did go our separate ways but honestly peter if you're listening even though his name's not peter if, if for any reason this gets back to you i hope you're doing well you're a really really good guy and you deserve the world i mean that on do twat kid to we're on to boyfriend number five so let's let's paint a picture here let's set the setting i'm starting to grow up right i'm going out i get steaming with my friends i have my part-time job at build a bear i was maturing i also moved out of fifth year may i add which is the second last year at school if you're not from Glasgow. so i thought i had it all figured out so this is when i meet bf numero five let's call him theodore Fyodor, I'll paint a picture again, here we are, painting, painting, he was the year above me again, so he was like a senior, so he was in his last year at school, about to enter the big bad world, I just thought, oh, hunky, It was also quite like popular, all the girls kind of fancied him, I'm pretty sure like a lot of the girls in his year fancied him, so it certainly ruffled some feathers when I, the child in fifth year, started talking to him. I think we initially started chatting on Twitter DMs. It's amazing all these social platforms what to do for you and your relationships.
0: Head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Muscall and Andrew Scott.
1: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
0: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
2: But I'm sure we started talking on there and it was very much like I was... I was sucked in. Like, every time he messaged me, I was like, (gasps) and like, you know, that way you don't want to open it too quick. You don't want to reply too quick because you look really keen. But also I was like, I just want to speak to him, blah, blah, blah. blah. I was really, really into it really, really fast. And he was the first person I felt this way about. My my poor other boyfriends. They were really great guys. They, They were. Things moved kind of fast with us, but not fast in the, the boyfriend girlfriend terms fast as in like I made up with him quick blah 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 I honestly don't remember a lot um, probably for a few different reasons but he was my first for everything lols like I'd never experienced what we were experiencing with anyone else like on that kind of level and you know when people say that they can't live without someone which you can by the way please don't get into that mindset because yes you can that's how I felt about him every uh, this is so sad but every single day I'd panic and I was wondering like is this the last day he's going to speak to me is this the last day he's going to see me I was honestly like a desperate wee puppy it's so strange and I always say this it's so strange how much of an impact like another human being can have on your life when when they're not in control of your emotions it's, it's strange and it's weird what liking someone so much can do to you and honestly I really don't like what it did to me I was obsessed with him and I literally dropped everybody around me Forum, like I stopped going out with my friends as much. I wasn't going out on certain nights out. It was all very weird behaviour, and it's something you should never ever ever do. Listen to your auntie Anyway, it wasn't that long before things ended. And I honestly think, like, as much as I was only 17 at the time, I genuinely think I experienced heartbreak. Like I I felt that pain in my chest that people talk about. You know, like obviously heartbreak is technically something emotional but I felt the physical pain like I just always remember holding my chest like crying like rocking back in my bed I didn't want to eat I felt sick like I I felt that I know I was young but I felt it i remember at the time i worked in Bear, as i said right and when i first started Bear, i was like the smallest the youngest one there so i worked every saturday sunday and every saturday sunday without fail they had me in either of the two mascot costumes so one was called paulette right and she was like a big bunny and then there was berry me who was the bear, obviously. And what, Bereme was a boy, Paulette was a ghetto. So I had to switch it up between, like, say it was a boys' party, I'd be Bereme. If it was a ghetto's party, I'd be Paulette. Yeah I can do both um, but I was always a mascot costume and I hated it because Paulette you couldn't even see out of like her eyes were like so worn away so people had to hold your hand and guide you on the floor. Come on that is not safe for anyone but they were both like extremely hot and I was tend to be hung over. Oh, Sunday gig. It was awful but through this time of my heartbreak I was very, very thankful for Paulette and Bury me because it meant I could go into work, I could put that big head on and I could sob But I'm talking, I could do this. <laughs> And nobody would know. Nobody would hear me. Nobody would see me. So there was a good, you know, a good period of time where I was just in those costumes, sobbing away. But obviously I'm performing for kids' parties, so I'd be, like, dancing, like, doing, like, a wee kind of disco hand movement or, like, shaking my ass, shaking my ass on a yacht while sobbing. Very, very interesting, but you've got to keep the kids entertained. I reckon I cried every single day for two months straight which probably in the grand scheme of things in Heartbreak isn't that bad but see for a 17 year old that was a lot I had a lot of baggage eh what's that song that's like bag. Be- no never mind he's not going to come to me but see honestly I didn't think I'd ever get over him like I, I I thought like no one's ever going to compare I'm never going to fancy anybody the same I'm never going to feel this for anyone because he was my first experience of like really really liking someone and my only experience I thought well that is like never going to be matched but over time probably due to a few different factors i did get over him and honestly see if you can relate to what i'm saying trust me you're going to be okay you're going to forget all about them especially when you meet an angel like boyfriend number six Boyfriend number six is the one identity I can, in fact, reveal. It is, duh, 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 it's the Chicken Nuggets favourite, it's Callum. Callum, guys, if you're new here, is my current boyfriend. Um, I do refer to him as Callum, CJ or Calzo. I know this sounds like so typical, like, yeah, yeah, sure you did. But I honestly met Callum when I really didn't plan to I actually did put myself on a boy ban after my heartbreak I thought boys are a waste of time I'd spoke to like a couple people after uh what's his name Theodore and it didn't really work out and I just thought nah do you know what this isn't it boys break your heart boys uh, uh, uh." so I really really wasn't looking and the fact that we even ended up in the same place this particular night was a pure accident right so me and my friend Brooke we were going to a charity night and Brooke had mentioned she was like why don't we go out after it and I was like oh, I was not really in the mood I knew I had work the next day I didn't have my usual fake ID because I was 17 at the time I was like I don't know I don't know I don't know and I think I got a stand in for the ID just in case and I thought well if I want drinks at the charity event I'll you have one anyway so anyway, we go to the charity event, few drinks are flown, and I was like, right, fine, 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 fine. We'll go to the club. So we go to this club that was called Cushion in Glasgow. It's now Manuka. Um, but anyway, we go to the club. I was dressed, let me set the scene. I was dressed in like an oversized white shirt I honestly looked like I just came home from school like when I don't know about you but when I used to come home from school I'd whip my tie off Uh, sometimes would take my skirt off and then I'd just be left in my tights and shirt that's what I looked like minus tights and then the footwear I had a big black pair of Timbies on that were honestly so big for me they'd like click clock off my heels every time I walked so the fact I actually got let into Cushion which was a club where all the girls had like wee tight dresses on big heels that was honestly a miracle anyway we're in and it didn't take long to spot the man himself mr Calzobrad. i don't know if i've like fantasized this in my head right but i swear the first time i seen him he was already looking at me and we like actually caught eyes and like gazed in each other's eyes literally from across the room like we were opposite ends of the club and we looked for just a few seconds and I, oh, I instantly felt it I thought Hubba, bubba. he had a shirt on he looked so smart he had this shirt on a jumper tied round his neck that was classic Calzo back in the days and I won't lie I didn't rate the shit flickers he had on but look I was willing to see past those I'm honestly not joking or exaggerating but he was the most handsome boy except Justin Bieber that I'd ever laid eyes on and I knew of him But that was all because he's technically not from Glasgow, right? He's like technically outside Glasgow but it's it's actually not far away from me at all. But he was a bit of a randomer to me, right? But I knew that loads of girls fancied him. I knew he was a bit older than me so I thought like I just like don't stand a chance here. I've definitely told this story before on YouTube. But anyway, I'll, t- I'll tell you again, soon as i we on the topic. So obviously we kept staring at each other. I thought, oh my God. And to add, he was with like a big group. Like there was boys and there was girls, but there was like, he was kind of like dancing with girls and stuff. And I thought, oh, player. So I thought, and this is incredibly unlike me, as I'm sure you'll now know. There was these like boys next to us. And I thought, right, I'm just, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to kiss this boy and I'm going to show him what he's missing. Him as in Calzo. So I done it. I kissed this boy. Honestly, I can tell you I don't remember what he looked like. Like it's dark in clubs. Like do you really know? I only could see Callum's face because the light kept perfectly shining on him. But Callum likes to tell me this guy wasn't up to Callum's standards anyway. But that, of course he's going to say that. So anyway, I kissed this boy I think the boy got the wrong end of the stick. That's what I get for leading people on. Don't do that, guys. He's kind of hovering around. And I thought, look, the job's been done, right? I've made him jealous. You can go on me or not, I'll go on my man. So anyway, the club, finish, the club closes. hits 3am and we all go outside and Brooke's dad's tax driver, which is very convenient, so he just came and picked us up. And I remember driving away and I could like, have done that side-eye thing again. I could see calm. And he what? You guys, it was looking at the taxi, it was. But I thought that's probably the last I'm going to see of him. Like, oh, that was nice. But you, you know that way, like you're like, oh, like it was still nice anyway. For some reason, even though we didn't even speak. But no, I was wrong. <laughs> I was wrong. I go home, go back to Brooks, have something to eat, go to bed. And in the morning I got up, I checked my phone, and I had a message from Callum. It was like. Need enough four so I was already asleep by this point and he said like where did you go or where are you off to something like that and I was like oh my god oh my god oh my god my god he's messaged me <gasps> he was wondering where I was going I was like oh my god oh my god and I was like um home because the club had closed I remember being like really sarcastic I mean at this point I wasn't even allowed to legally go clubbing so afters they were not a thing for young 17 year old megano but yeah, that's how we started talking, really romantic. And it went from there. And then I think I'd like secretly seen him like twice or something. I'd went to his house secretly twice. because I was too scared to tell my mum dad. And then it was getting to a point where things were quite serious. I knew he was going to ask me out. And I thought... I'm going to need to break the news for Mum and Dad. I was petrified. So, at the time, I was seventeen and he was nineteen, which is only two years. That's literally nothing at all. And honestly, now I feel like I'm older and calm. But at the time, I was like, I'm still in school. He's got a job. I was like, this is—he's like an apprentice engineer. Like, come on! It's, it felt very wrong to me. So I'm like that, right? Okay. I was actually in RE, religious education, uh, the period before school ended, and I thought, oh Christ, like I hear it all about God and all about this. And I thought, I'm about to go tell my mum. I'm going to, a boy, it's two years older than me. So anyway, I popped up the courage. I remember saying to Dean, like, this is it, this is it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell my mum. I get in the car, um, I'm, I'm sweating. There's beads of sweat rolling down. I'm having to undo my shirt, undo my tire. I thought, oh my god, it's stuffy in this car. So I'm like, oh my god. Say it, say it, say it, say it before your brother gets in the car. Come on, come on, come on. And I said, Mum, Mum. And it's how something. And she looked at me in this face, it was as if she'd seen a ghost. All the colour had flushed out of her. She was chalk white. And she went, What? And I went, "Um," And she went, You're pregnant. You're pregnant, aren't you? You're pregnant. And I was like, Oh my God, no. I was like, No, 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 no. I I, I can confirm there is no baby in this womb. And I thought, Oh God. I went, I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say it. I said, Mum. I'm going out with a 19 year old <gasps> and I think she was still trying to process the fact that she thought I was pregnant and Ben was hearing no she's not so it took her a couple of seconds to react and I thought oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god I'm definitely getting punted out this car I'm going to have to walk to Aldi get the number three bus home it's fine, it's fine I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it and then she went okay she was like that's fine and I was like wait what did you say? and she was like that's fine and I was like what? oh it's, it's fine and she was like yeah like he'll be more mature it's probably a good thing I was like what oh. I was like okay and she was like can I see a picture I'm like sure 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 typing Castle Brad on camera. I was like is, am I dreaming am I going to wake up but you no know, all was good Kate and Steve were both absolutely fine in the fact he was 19 and then obviously the next part was he wanted to meet him so I'm like cool Callum you have to come to my house so I'm waiting on a come and I thought oh my god oh my god scary I was like do I hide the cuddly toys do I keep them on show what do we do here anyway he finally gets here and at a time he drove this wee Cleo right so and he comes and I thought yep yeah, mum and dad I have a boyfriend that can drive and he's an apprentice engineer yep yeah it's immature so we have like across the road from our house is like a lay-by you know like where cars can park like visitors can park um so he parks in that it's fine he walks towards the house he's very nervous i'm very nervous my dad's doing the whole mm-hmm yeah that's my princess all that malarkey fine 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 introduced phew up we go And then I think I was feeling really, really awkward. that I didn't want to sit in my bedroom with him. And I thought, I'm going to go up the loft. Who goes up the loft? When when did I ever go up the loft? I go up the loft to get suitcases. And at that point, I did not need a suitcase. But anyway, I'm like, yeah, calm, I'm just going up the loft. I still don't know why. Still don't know what my intentions were up in the loft. Don't know what I was going to do if I ever got up. But I didn't get up the loft. I was like halfway in it. My head's in the loft. Body's still very much not in the loft and I just hear Callum's son that's my dad and I thought oh why is he wanting to talk to him again and then Callum's like aye and he's like eh your, your your car's actually in our front garden son and I thought oh my fucking god I scramble down the ladders I've never got down ladders quicker in my life Callum's face is terrified he's like that emoji it's like dot dot whoo, like a wee whoo, wee circle for mouth man shitting bricks we run downstairs calms car is like so my house driveway right wee bit of grass and then my neighbor's driveway my dad's out at the time sitting there my neighbor's out at the time sitting there there's a wee tree separating them and calms cleo is in the tree i thought you could not write this but but as if by miracle, obviously this was God's plan for me and Cam to be together. His car didn't touch either of the Audis, and I thought, "Oh my God! Like God, how will I ever?" repay you for this so my neighbour's out on the driveway my dad's out on the driveway I'm like hi Robert my neighbour this is Cal um, he's a boyfriend sorry about the sorry about the car in the garden he won't park there next time it turns out Cal was so so nervous to come in my house meet my family that he parked his car and didn't put his handbrake on so the car rolled over but actually actually imagine his car it, it banged into my dad or neighbour's car that would have been it That would have been it. I would not be going out with Callum Bradley this second. I wouldn't. But thankfully, no cars were harmed in the making of that story all was good. The only thing was, whenever Callum would come to my house for a minimum of two, perhaps pushing three years, my dad would be like, all right, son, if you put your car in, uh, put the handbrake on. (laughs) Callum was like, yeah. (laughs) But always will and my dad is very much a big fan of calm to be honest i'm one to talk the first time i met calm's dad he was actually a taxi driver at the time and he picked me and calm up from an 18th i was paralytic beyond belief like i still get paralytic these days but back then it was like demonic shit like, I was definitely possessed. Not that I acted bad or crazy or anything, but I was, like, an actual dead body and I would, like, projectile vomit absolutely everywhere. So Calm's dad picks us up. Calm has to live, lift slash drag me in the taxi. I'm lying in a taxi. I start being sick. So calm shoves my head out the window. Then I'm being sick, but then I get this, like, all... Sorry, all down the taxi, may I add. Then I get this, like, sudden lease of life and I believe I'm a dog. So I'm doing this out the window. <laughs> But in amongst my, I'd go and be sick all down a taxi again. So yeah, things were good. His dad apparently was like, "Nice to meet him." Oh, like okay. So that was good. But this was six and a half years ago, guys. It has been a magical six and a half years. We're going stronger than ever. Our families love Callum's family love me. My family love Callum. And do you know what's so funny? Like, we're now at a point where a lot of our conversations are like, right, when are we planning to move out? Like when or where would we get married? When would we have kids? Oh it's all bloody happening. It's very scary. Like I have a real fear of growing up, but it's also really exciting and um, yeah I hope this is all the boyfriends I ever tell you about because I'm planning on sticking my boyfriend number six you know until death does part but that is it guys that is all six of the boyfies who have been lucky enough to call megano their girlfriend big shout out to all the boys I wonder if any of them are listening or if this will get back to any of them but as I said I used fake names so don't go searching for them you're not going to find them but shout out to all the boys for, for being my boyfriend for albeit short periods of times because if it wasn't for them this wouldn't have been an episode but I hope you enjoyed guys it was just a wee fun light hearted one and make sure you're following at Roller Podcast on Instagram so you can keep updated, you can get involved, all the fun shit. Also make sure you follow roller Rollercoasting, whatever it is you listen to your podcast so that you don't miss an episode. And I'll see you next week, I hope. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Happy hump day. Goodbye. Life goes up and it goes down. I know my mom taught me that. I figured why we fool around so little. And we keep track of time. So serious idiots thinking it will matter, keep me
1: company downtown. Before the clock
0: runs out. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott.